Welcome back to the Life IQ podcast, where the goal is always to learn something. My name is David Oladejo. I'm a Toronto City boy, tech salesman, wannabe winter athlete, and your host of the Life IQ podcast. On this episode, I'm giving you life updates since the last time you heard my voice almost a year ago and what to expect on this season of the show. If you're new here, you've got some catching up to do. Run back season one and let me know what you think. With that being said, let's get into it. Stop tap dancing around the conversation. Olay. We're back, man. This is crazy. It's been literally a year since the last episode of the Life IQ podcast. So first and foremost, welcome back kick your feet up or if you're cleaning i know some people clean and and run the podcast on sundays if you're cleaning keep doing your thing and just listen it's great to be back it's great to have y'all back in this space super excited to embark on another podcast journey if this is your first episode listening to the life iq podcast i gotta say you're in for a treat you're in for a treat and i'm not gonna gas myself too much but you know you know when you have a friend or homie who's like yo you gotta watch this show um, I'm watching this show right now. It's the best thing on TV. You you need to get on this. Uh, for me, that show's Atlanta. I've been talking to a lot of people telling me about Donald Glover's show, Atlanta, on FX. It's on my list. I haven't had time to get to it yet. But, you know, you ask, the first question you usually ask is, how good is it? Like, just to make sure they're not they're not boosting too much. But I usually ask, like, how many seasons is it? Because I want to know if there's social proof out there to make sure that this isn't just an isolated incident, that this is actually a very, very good show. And I remember when I was in high school, the show at the time was Game of Thrones. And when I got on Game of Thrones, there was already five seasons out. And for me, that was the greatest thing because the show was incredible up until a certain point. But I had so many episodes to just sit down and binge and enjoy. I know I went on a little bit of a ramble there, but if this is your first time listening to the Life IQ podcast, you are in that scenario because there's already a whole season out, already incredible conversations, uh, amazing chats that I had with my unreal guests from season one. So after this episode, you don't have to wait till next week. You could just run back season one and catch up on all the goodness that came out of those incredible, vulnerable uh, conversations, the wisdom that was dropped on season one. If you've been here since day one or day 17 or day 34, it's good to be back. It's been over a year and a lot of stuff has happened. A lot of stuff has happened in my life. So I just want to take some time to catch you all up. Obviously, I want to talk about the exciting things that will be happening on season two. And we'll leave you some wise words as we part ways at the end of this episode. Uh, the first thing is I just turned 26, which is incredibly exciting. Um, I'm actually not that nervous about not being 25 anymore because I had some conversations and people told me 26 is still mid-20s. So I'm still chilling. I'm not late 20s yet. But like everyone knows when you have a birthday, the first thing people ask you is like, oh, do you feel different? Like, do you feel wiser? Do you feel older? Um, obviously, the answer is no. I feel the same. I, I feel like I'm still myself. Um, but I think the incredible thing about birthdays, at least for myself, is it gives you an opportunity to spend a lot of time with the people that you really love. So I had a chance to 
on over a weekend, spent a lot of time with my friends here in Toronto. I had some friends come up from Ottawa, which was great. Um, and just enjoy, you know, their presence and enjoy another year of this incredible gift called life. Um, and really just a reason to spend some time with the people you love. Obviously had uh, great phone calls with my parents and my siblings and all that kind of stuff. So that was pretty cool, but I don't feel any different. I still feel like myself. Um, besides like some physical injuries that I'm nursing, you know, my back a little bit sore. Uh, my wrist is a bit sore from, from, from sports, but that's not from old age. At least I'm hoping got that first physio appointment booked for booked for for this Friday to figure out what's going on. Um, and, and the birthday thing will actually tie into our first question for this season in a little bit. Second update is I've been at my job now for just over a year, about a year and two weeks since I joined Shopify. Uh, if you're in the tech space or if you just watch the news generally, you'll see what's been going on with, with Shopify in the last few weeks. Really grateful to still be in my position, really grateful to still have my job there, working with some incredible people uh, and driving a really important mission uh, for all the merchants that we support. It's been a, a, a hell of a ride at Shopify. Honestly, like an incredible place to work. I feel like the luckiest person in the world every day. Obviously, like the nature of work is some days you're more tired than others, but ultimately no negative things to say about where I'm at right now professionally. Um, and honestly, just like feeling incredibly blessed that the, the last year has been pretty smooth for me work-wise. Um, there are obviously things that, that you want to get better at and you want to improve on. But for the most part, it, it's been a great journey professionally. Um, what else is new, man? I spent some time on, on each coast. So in March, I was on the West Coast. And then in July, for a couple of weeks, I was on the East Coast. I don't know which one is better, though. I have a lot of friends. Actually, I was going to say I have a lot of friends on the West Coast, but the same goes for the East Coast. All I'll say is the East Coast is heavily underrated. I'm not saying one's better than the other, but for those people on the West Coast, you're always posting y'all's hikes. What else do you guys post? I don't really know. Just hiking all the time. Oh, skiing and snowboarding, Whistler, Vancouver, all that. Uh, Lake Louise, Alberta, Jasper. It's incredible. It's beautiful. Don't Don't get me wrong. It's beautiful. But I think it's time we start putting some respect on Halifax's name, you know, on, on New Brunswick's name. Put some respect on Cape Breton's name, you know? Where else? Put some respect on, on PEI, you know what I'm saying? Show PEI some love. Sackville, Dieppe, you know, all these places that we don't talk about enough. Give them some love too, you know what I'm saying? So uh, the East Coast needs more love, in my opinion. Um, but yeah, back back in March, I was I was out in BC, spent some time skiing. I can ski now, um, which is great. For a lot of you who might have listened to season one, it was a struggle for me. But now I, I actually skied at Whistler for a day. I was able to make my way down uh, the greens. So the bunnies, I got that was light for me. Uh, then I did the greens, and then I think I did a blue. I did one blue. I fell like probably like seven or eight times, but. I was able to get that done. Um, so, yeah, I, I finished. I spent a month out in, in uh, Vancouver in March. And really the purpose of that trip was, like, I wanted to spend a lot of time skiing. That's something that I wanted to add to my tool belt. And then I got bored. I was like, this is too easy. You know what I'm saying? I'm out here skiing. How can I take this to the next level? So I went to the East Coast and um, I tried water skiing. 
So for those of you who've never water skied before or, or don't know how it works, basically what happens is you have a pair of skis on, you're in the water, and you have a rope that's strapped to a boat, like a speed boat or a sports boat or whatever. And then basically the boat has to hit the gas fast enough to be able to pull you out of the water. So then you're up on the skis and then you just ski on the water like you would regular skiing. So I was like, you know what? This is something I've never done. I was with a bunch of really cool people. Some people I met for the first time, some people who are my friends. And they're like, yo, I be th- you, you can do it, man. You're athletic. You know, you, you've been in the gym. You got this bill. I'm like, yeah, man, gas me, gas me. They're gassing me. I'm like, let's do it, man. It's going to be easy. Got in the water. And let me tell you, learning some things as an adult, oh, my goodness. I was in the water, like, the first day, two hours in the water. And I might have tried to get up around, like, 16 or 17 times to no avail. Like, I fell in so many varieties of ways, like fell on my butt, fell on my chest, on my head, knees, back, literally any way you can imagine. That's how your boy went down. And when we got off the water, I literally had never been so sore in my entire life, like instantly sore. Um, And for me, I was like, honestly, I'm just happy to be here at this point. Like I spent a day on a boat. It was fun. I tried this new sport. It's not for me when I'm ready to move on. Turns out the next day we're going back on the water and I was joking with one of my friends. I was like, you know what? Like, I'm actually not, I'm not trying anything today. Like, I'm just, I'm here for the experience. I'm here to be a passenger and to be a cheerleader for everyone else. Um, but <laughs> you know how things go, man. You get in the boat, everyone starts gassing you. Oh, David, we're getting you up on the skis today. We're getting you up on the skis today. And I didn't have the heart to be like, you know what? I'm about to tap out. So I was like, let's do this. You know, I'm, I'm ready. Let's do it. Get me in the water. So get in the water first couple of times, trying to get up too quick. You know, you're getting coaching and advice from everyone. And then it was time to lock in. And all of my instinct and training kicked in at the right time. And I got up on the skis four times consecutively. Consecutively. I made up a word there. Got up on the skis four times in a row. Let's keep it simple. Um, So that was a, a crazy high, like being able to, to try a new sport, accomplish it, you know, get up on the skis, the whole boat's cheering for you, you feel on top of the world until you come off the skis and get back in the boat and realize, oh, now my wrist is messed up. My back hurts. My shoulder is kind of pulled a little bit. So been battling those injuries, but ultimately it was worth it. Um, so those are a couple of things I've been doing, man, just trying to expand my sports tool belt. Um, these are things I didn't, you know, get a chance to do when I was a kid growing up in Nigeria for a bit growing up in places like Houston and, and New Orleans, where obviously you're not doing any regular skiing down there. Um, didn't really have access to a boat or things like that. So um, it's just been really fun to be able to expand and grow in those other ways and get the experience. And I'm obviously very fortunate and really privileged to be able to try out these other things. So that's just a couple of things I've been up to. Um, love for the podcast, man. Since since this podcast whole thing started and since I've taken some time off, just getting a lot of love. People curious about season two, uh, people bigging it up, people sending me episodes or things that spoke to them. Um, I think it got to a point where there were a lot of new things happening in my life towards the tail end of season one. And I just needed to take some time and throw myself into those things, like throw myself into work, um, enjoy Toronto for the city it was as things started to open up again. 
Um, but it definitely, I never felt like there was a point where I was finished podcasting. It never felt like, okay, like season one, that's a project that's done and I'm ready to move on to the next thing. So it's really been exciting over the last few months, more people talking about it and then getting into that mindset that I was in before the very first season dropped where I'm having like these shower conversations with myself, um, opening up notes randomly on a drive or on the subway and just jotting some notes down. And then also just seeing the cool people in my life doing some amazing stuff and being like, this is someone I need to talk to over an episode. This is someone I want to, you know, pick their brain a little bit more. And this is someone that fits some of the themes that are coming up in season two. So it's been it's been awesome to just kind of naturally get back to that point. I didn't want it to feel forced at any point in time. And I'm really at the point where I'm like, all right, I feel like I've learned my job to the point where I'm doing it well. There's definitely levels I want to get to in that. But there's also this aspect, this creative aspect of my life that I need as an outlet. And that's been exciting to, to kind of do as well. And then, you know, the, the last thing for me that's pretty telling is sometimes when you pick up your pick up the phone, or you're calling one of your boys or you're talking to your friend and it's supposed to be like just a quick 15, 20 minute check in. And once that conversation starts getting a little bit deeper, I'm like, nah, it's time to start putting this energy back into creating. And, you know, the goal of this podcast is like a shared resource. You know what I mean? Like having these conversations that we can all tap into as young people. So that was the, the last thing for me. I was like stamp of approval. Let's get back creating. And now we're back, man. We're back. Quick recap on how things happen here at Life IQ. Life IQ stands for life and questions. You know that. Each episode is divided into three parts. We have the main question that governs the entire episode. So this is the question that we're trying to answer. And that answer is going to be in the form of a life lesson. There's no right or wrong answer to the questions that we ask. There's just perspectives and experience. So with the life lesson, our guests will be sharing what they've taken away from some of their experiences in life. Uh, maybe advice they've gotten, an anecdote that you can take away from that episode. In the middle of that, we have the celebration of life. So this is a dedicated shout out or monologue to someone that's had, a, that's had a positive impact on the guests. And also I'll be sharing one myself every episode. And as the best conversations go, we're just going to kind of go with the flow. So sometimes some funny questions might come up that we'll answer. Sometimes we'll get a little bit deeper and more vulnerable. But ultimately, that's really what the flow is going to be like this season. And the first question we're diving into, it's a simple question. It's broad. It's vague. But I think it's also so relevant. The question is, what's next? And this question was really fitting, like I alluded to before, because I feel like that's something that comes along with like the new year, the holiday season, and our birthdays every year is like, all right, I've accomplished, you know, the last 365. Like, what am I, what's next? What's next for me? What, what do I want to focus on? What do I want to give my time and energy to? What is society saying is next? That's a big piece. I think we live in a society where, you know, grind mentality and hustle, all that stuff aside, it's very easy to be like, I've gotten this thing that I was really striving for. Now I have it, but what's the next thing? What's the next level? 
And, and in some ways, that's the same question that I was getting about the podcast. Like, yo, when's season two dropping? Like, what's next? What are you going to do? What are you going to talk about? And I feel like I'm in a very transitionary point in my life, but also for the guests we'll be bringing on for this question, they are in that as well. And that could be in career. That could just be in, in life in general for, with relationships, um, with sports, with education. There's so many different things, so many different ways that we're all at these points of transition. So really want to break that down and talk about what's coming up next for our guests, what their ultimate goal is, how they're managing transitions, what's scary about those things. And I think one that's really important, maybe the most important is when we're striving for these things, it's so easy to lose sight of what we have in the present. We're so focused on the future. What's that quote? Um, right now is a gift. That's why it's called the present. So one thing I really want to talk about on each of these episodes is how our guests are practicing gratitude. We know that today is in the end goal. You know, today's part of the journey. The end goal is in the future. But how are you practicing being satisfied with today? How do you find time to, to give thanks for what you have today, to be grateful for what you have today? And that's something I'm really excited to dive into um, with that question. And actually, one thing for me, like one train of thought that I had that maybe spurred this question a little bit was I was sitting in church on Sunday and um, the sermon was, was called This Day. Not sure how many people are familiar, but there's a very popular passage in the Bible called the Lord's Prayer. And one of the lines is, give us this day our daily bread. And this story goes back to the Israelites. So the Israelites were in captivity by Pharaoh in Egypt, and they were freed by one of God's men, Moses. He came and he freed them. And a lot of people was like, that's where the story stops. It's like, Moses got the Israelites out. They crossed the Red Sea. Um, Pharaoh's army was like engulfed in the water and then they were free and obviously that's super joyful and happy but then they proceeded to wander the desert for 40 years 40 years in the wilderness fighting for their lives with the weather and starving and things like that and one of the things that, that God did was he fed them through manna or bread that was falling from heaven and the significance of this story that that kind of tied into this theme of what's next was it was a daily thing and one of the rules was collect only what you need for that day so god will would give them the bread they would collect that and then he said collect enough for just you and your family to eat for today if you collect more than you need then by the time you wake up the next day the the bread's going to be rotten filled with maggots and worms and things like that so for me, like the lesson from that story was like, oh, God's just saying like, I'm going to take care of today, meaning that you don't have to worry about tomorrow. And I think like in society, that's like a lot of the things that we fall into is like, I'm not even like thinking about today. I'm worried about what, what's my life going to be in six months? Like, how am I going to do this thing in two years? How am I going to do this thing in five years? What's your five-year plan? What's your 10-year plan? And I'm not saying those things are unimportant. Obviously, it's important to be planned and prepared. But more important might just be like, what you know? What are you doing to be grateful for today? So what's next is our first question. Super excited. Have an all-star lineup. Like I'm talking about, we got dogs. I'm just playing, not, not dogs, but we got some cool people coming on the show to talk about this question. So I can't wait for y'all to hear it and uh, to hear your thoughts.
life lesson for this episode is stoicism. So while I was away, um, I started listening to this podcast by this dude named Ryan Holiday. Really, really cool author and creator. Uh, first of all, I recommend reading the book, The Obstacle is the Way. That was a book I read last year before I started my role. And it's just a, a great book for getting your mindset right um, and looking at the the obstacles that come up in life as a part of your journey to getting to the goal. So Obstacles the Way by Ryan Holiday. And I started listening to his podcast called The Daily Stoic. I don't know if, how many people are familiar with the idea of stoicism, but it's a philosophy designed to make us more resilient, happier, more virtuous, and more wise. And as a result, better people, better parents, better professionals, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So just reading an excerpt from Ryan's web website here. Stoicism has been a common thread through some of history's great leaders. It has been practiced by kings, presidents, artists, writers, and entrepreneurs. Marcus Aurelius, Frederick the Great, Montaigne, George Washington, Thomas Jefferson, Adam Smith, John Stuart Mill, Theo Roosevelt, General James Mattis, just to name a few, were all influenced by Stoic philosophy. So I've been listening to a lot of the Daily Stoic and... Usually there's episodes every single day and usually there's challenges that they that Ryan has in these episodes. And one of them was, I think it was to go a month, maybe a week without complaining. Like, see if this is something that you can do. And I was like, that's light work. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like I don't complain that much, to be honest. I feel like I have embodied a lot of the, the stoic um, mentalities and the stoic teachings. So I try to go a week without complaining. And <laughs> within like six hours, I already failed multiple times. And I think for me, the learning there was just seeing how much I, like against my own knowledge, how much I sweat the small stuff. Because a lot of things in life that don't have a major impact on us, but we seem to just let it get to us and distract us from what the main objective might be, whether that's a task or like our main objective for the day or for the week. And doing this exercise, although it was a massive failure for me, I was like, no, this is something I really have to reflect on and think about. And my life lesson there was really just stop sweating the small stuff and let things happen as they happen. A huge part of stoic mentality is um, the things that you are in your control, you can control, but be okay with the things that aren't in your control. They're going to happen anyway. So you just kind of have to accept them and, and take it as it is and, and move on. So life lesson for you all. First of all, you know, do some do some research, do some digging, check out these resources. Second of all, stop sweating the small stuff. And challenge for you, try going a week without complaining. And every time you fail, make a note of it. You know, take a mental image of that. Maybe write it down. Reset the timer and see how long you can go. Challenge your friends, challenge your partners, challenge your family, those around you. Um, and yeah, just... Stop spending the small stuff, control what you can control, and let life do its thing. So that's it. That's episode one. Just a little bit of a comeback episode here. I wanted y'all to hear my voice. Um, life is good. Life is entertaining, active, a lot's going on. Let me know what you think about East Coast versus West Coast. Are we sleeping on places like Moncton? You know what I mean? Bathurst, New Brunswick, stand up. Are we... Are we sleeping on on places like Truro? 
Shout out to my boy Ozzy. Um, or or is Vancouver still taking the taking the cake for for best city on a coast? Or is is BC better than Halifax? Sorry, that was geographically incorrect. Is BC better than Nova Scotia? Let me know what y'all think. Follow at Life IQ Podcast on Instagram. Share this episode out. And for you first timers, for you newcomers, binge listen to season one. We're gonna keep, you know, keep it going every Sunday. You'll get a new episode coming from your boy and a very special guest. If you like what you've heard so far, make sure you subscribe and rate the show so you don't miss any of the drops coming out of this space. I appreciate you being here. I appreciate you lending me your ears. I hope you got the chores done. And until next time, hope you learned something.